Are you thinking of getting your dog or your cat a supplement for whatever reason? It could be because they're arthritic. It could be they've got kidney problems. It could be that you just want their coat to be a bit of a better quality, nice and shiny and glossy. But before you buy anything, you really need to think about whether A, there is any benefit to giving it and B, which is the best option for you to buy. So before we get into that, if we've not met before, I'm Dr. Alex, the veterinarian behind rpetshealth.com, and this is the Our Pets Health podcast, where I bring you information all designed to help you and your pet to live a healthier, happier life. So make sure you're subscribed if you're not already, and that's something you're interested in. And if you have listened before and you enjoy what you hear, then I'd appreciate it so much if you could head over iTunes um, and leave me a review. It helps more than you can imagine with other people finding this podcast. Okay, now that's out of the way. Let's get into the episode. Are you thinking of starting your dog or your cat on a dietary supplement for any reason? Now, it could be to tackle their arthritis, to treat their cystitis, liver disease, their coat condition, or intestinal disease, or just to try and optimise their general body health. Well, in this video, I'll ask you one critical question you need to ask yourself before starting and then give you six tips to help you choose the best supplement for your pet. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex, the veterinarian behind rpetshealth.com, where my aim is to help you and your pet to live a healthier, happier life. So make sure you're subscribed if that's something that you're interested in down below, and make sure you give this a video a thumbs up if it's something that really you find helpful. So before starting any supplement, the question that you must answer is this, do you really need to buy the supplement? What's the evidence that they work for the condition? You know, not all are harmless. A lot have little, if any, quality evidence to support their use. And I've actually got a previous video all about natural products versus pharmaceutical drugs that you should definitely check out if you're thinking of starting your pet on a dietary supplement. You know, also, is it right for your pet? Their diets might already have enough essential fatty acids or glucosamine in. A medication thereon might mean that actually the supplement you're wanting is contraindicated and may cause harm. So supplements are really poorly regulated and there have been plenty of investigations into the contents of supplements with huge variations in some cases between the amounts of product they claim to have included and the actual amount present. And in some cases, there was actually none or virtually zero of the active ingredient that you were paying for. Right, so let's jump into my six tips to help you buy the best supplement for your pet. And step number one is don't shop based on price alone. So. It won't come as any surprise to hear me say that you get what you pay for. So in cases of some supplements, actually extracting the, the main ingredient in that can be incredibly expensive. And certainly thinking here, liver supplements, um, some joint supplements. If you're choosing a cheap option, then you know, can you really expect it to have the active ingredient that it claims to have? Can you really expect it to have been formulated properly for any testing to have been done? You know, probably not. So that's not to say that all cheap supplements are useless or that um, all supplement groups, you know, should have expensive options, but it's definitely something to, to consider. Don't shop based on price alone. My second tip is to ask your vet which supplements they recommend. 
you know, they're in a great position to know what the evidence behind giving certain supplements is. You know, is there something that, you know, they definitely think will benefit your pet? Is there something that they think is just going to be a complete waste of time and money? You know, and that's a really big thing to consider. You know, even with a cheap supplement, if you're giving it every day and if you're giving it for the life of your pet, the costs of that really add up. And it might mean that you're actually then unable to afford to give a treatment that we know works. So ask your vet which supplement they recommend. And if you're set on giving, say, for example, a joint supplement, then they're going to know the best quality supplements out there or some of the best quality supplements out there. Now, if you go asking a about a particular brand, then it may well be that your vet doesn't know that. There are so many out there, it's impossible you know, to keep up to date, but your vet will know which products that they trust and which ones they recommend. So they you know, should really be your first port of call when it comes to deciding which supplements are best for your pet. Tip number three would be to stick with well-known brands or brands that you already know and trust. So when new supplements get brought onto the market, we get a whole slew of products from manufacturers we've you know know nothing about who've got no experience in producing any kind of um, supplements or medications um, you know don't produce pet products I guess a classic example of this would be um, you know CBD oil it's a bit like the Wild West out there there's so many different um, different companies that are trying to jump on the CBD oil bandwagon but you know, do we really know their background? Do we know their, you know, they can be trusted? So I'd definitely say stick to brands that you already know and that you already trust. Tip number four kind of goes along with sticking with well-known brands and that is to avoid online only products. So if the only way you can buy a certain supplement is to go online to a website, you know, in some far-flung country uh, and buy it through, um, through, the, through shipping, getting it shipped to you then, you know, really, do you know what you're giving your pet? Of course you don't. That's not to say that you can't buy online, but if the only way to do it is to, you know, to go, like I say, to go onto a website of a company that you've never heard of and get it shipped to you, I, I just don't think you can trust that product. You've got no idea what's in it. It could be, you know, it could be what you're paying for. It could be, you know, something that's completely harmless, but it's gonna have no benefit. It may even be that it's something that's gonna harm your, harm your pet. So if you're thinking of buying a product online, then, you know, can you get it from other sources? Are there multiple retailers that sell it? You know, that's gonna be a higher indicator of potentially being a more trustworthy product. Okay, tip five is a big one. Has there been any independent analysis of the product that you can find? So if a product has been sent to an independent laboratory, an independent body, and they've tested it, you know, has it passed? Has it been proven to have what it contains um, in it? It's not necessarily going to be proven to be safe, but it's going to be proven to have the contents that the manufacturer claims it to be. So that might, for example, be the FDA website. Um, if you can't find anything like that, contact the manufacturer. Now, most manufacturers, they should be easily contactable. You should definitely easily be able to find their contact information. That might be a free, um, a free phone number. It might be a, a website. It might be an email address, but they should be more than happy not only to receive queries, but to give you and um, information if there is any of any in any independent testing. In fact, if it has been independently tested, then they should be really kind of pushing that. They should say, hey, look, this has been you know verified by a third party, so you don't have to rely on just what we're telling us. So checking to see if there's been any independent analysis of the dietary supplement um, or health supplement that you're thinking of giving your dog and cat is definitely something to, to, to seek out and to look for as a, a much better indication of 
quality of that supplement. Okay, and then step number six is just to be really careful with human supplements. So in many cases, uh, a pet supplement and a human supplement may be identical. The difference might be just the picture that's on the, on the label, but it could be that actually human supplement has got extra things added to them that could be dangerous. So an example of this might be um, fish oil. So in human supplements, it might have a sweetener in it. Um, if that sweetener is something called xylitol, then that is incredibly toxic to our pets. And I've got a video all about that um, as well that I'll link in the description. Um, so it could have a sweetener. It could have extra quantities of vitamins that may then build up in the liver of our pets and cause serious problems there. So don't just think because it's safe for us to take and because it's not something that we need a prescription for or we need to see our doctor for, it will therefore be safe for our, for our dog or our cat. You know, that's definitely not always the case. So be careful with human supplements. Again, speak to your vet about what they would recommend. And yeah, don't just be tempted to give your pet the, the, the product and the supplement that you're taking yourself. Okay, so that's it. Those are my six tips to help you choose the best supplements for your pet. Again, I'll go back to that first question. Do you need to give it to your do you need to give it to your dog? Do you need to give it to your cat? Is there a proven benefit? Is there the potential for harm? Um, do we really know what's in it? Um, you know, are they going to benefit from actually a different, um, a different treatment modality? Is there a better use for your money? It's a, you know, it's a difficult thing to consider, and you know, we may think, well, there's no harm in giving it and giving it a go. But again, if it denies your pet the treatment with something that we know works or it stops you making a change that would otherwise be made um, then you know we really need to consider what's in your pet's best interest and that's going to vary for each individual so I'd love to hear your thoughts on this in the comments down below you know what are your thoughts on supplements what um, supplements are you already giving to your um, dog or your cat and why what benefits have you seen? I'd really love to hear your experiences in the comments down below. You know, through experiences, we can understand you know, why people are giving things and, and potentially what benefits um, our pets are getting as a result of those supplements. But until next time, I'm Dr. Alex from Our Pets Health, because they're family. Okay, so I hope you found that interesting and it gave you a few useful pointers when it comes to choosing what's best for your pet. You know, that's all we want. But my big thing and my big bugbear, if you like, with supplements and, and diets and all that kind of thing is that I really just don't want people to waste money on false hope or something that's really not working when their funds would be better spent on other things. Because, you know, money is not an infinite resource, obviously, and it's important that we use it as best as possible and we get the most value we can out of it and so by asking a few of these questions and by choosing the best supplement um, you know based on all the information and all the things I've discussed you're less likely to be wasting money and you're more likely to have a healthier and a happier pet at the end of it be that your dog or your cat whatever situation they find themselves in so also, let me know. Head over to the show notes. I'd love to hear what supplements you are giving to your pet, what the reasons you chose them are, you know, what benefits you've seen as well. So make sure you head over to those show notes. And again, if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd appreciate it so much if you could have a, head over to iTunes and leave me that review. But until next time, I'm Dr. Alex. This is the Our Pets Health Podcast. Take care.